Okay, let's start our discussion of the Necklace Double Parsha in the uh, sequence, Achremos Kedoshim. Somebody saw me this week and said, oh, Tazriya Mitzorah, now Achremos Kedoshim means about eight weeks. That's true, but we'll uh, have to suffice it for the number of the items that we will discuss uh, tonight. There is a Hasidic story told about a number of the Rebbes. You could just substitute in whoever you want. Um, heard it in the name of the Kutzker, in the name of, uh, of others, and that is in the name of... Um, um, various different uh, Rebbeim, where the Rebbe says, you know, I wanted to change the world. I did all my life, I spent all my life trying to change the world. But after I wanted to change the world, I realized I couldn't change the world. I first had to change my own city. And I tried to change my own city, and I realized that didn't work either. So if I couldn't change my own city, I had to go change my block. And then I couldn't change my block. I realized that also didn't work. So I had to go change my family. I had to go work on my family. And eventually I realized that the first step in changing the world, before changing the world, before changing the city, the block, the family, I have to work on myself. That is alluded to in a Pasuk in this week's parasha when we talk about the the uh, kapara that the Kohen Gadol brings in Yom Kippur, the first part of Parsha Zachremos, where the Torah tells us, V'chiper ba'ado uva'ad beiso uva'ad Yisrael. In that order. V'chiper, as we know in Yom Kippur, this order is followed also. The three vidui's that the Kohen Gadol says, Ba'ado, first, ourselves, and then Ba'ad Beso, our families, Uva'ad Kol Kahal Yisrael. So the way we do anything in life is to first perfect ourselves, work on ourselves, always look in. Once we do that, we'll be able to expand outwards and eventually, hopefully, change the world. But it all starts from within. It all starts with the Chiper Ba'ado. Okay. Let's start with Again, the avoda of the Kohen Gadol. There is a Gemara in Mesechus Harios. Source number one, the Gemara is quoted, Harios Tafir Gimel, which is the Mesechta that people do when they want to make a siyam. Not such a long Mesechta. Says the Gemara in Mesechus Harios, Tafir Gimel, Yekara Himi Peninim, Torah is so special and valuable and precious, it's greater than Peninim, than, than, than pearls. Torah is more special than pearls. And then the Gemara adds, and it's even more precious and more special than the Kohen Gadol going into the Kodesh Kodashim. That's the Gemara. Ask Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, why is it that that's the Marshal given? Torah is more precious than pearls. I understand. Pearls are something very valuable. Jewelry, diamonds, Yukarahimi Pninim, that's the Pasik. But then the Gemara adds, and Torah is even more valuable than the Kohen Gadol going into the Kodesh Kodashim. Why Dafka is that? Is that um, description used? Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, line five in source number one. Hine kichain ha'adam ha'yoter kadosh michlal am Yisrael ha'yazeh kohen agadol. As we know, the most, the holiest person out of all Klai Yisrael was the kohen gadol. We know he couldn't even become tamei for his seven primary relatives. He was never allowed to leave. Mikdusha solo yetzei. The Gemara says he's not allowed to leave his kedusha even for his parents' bavaya. No, he has. To, he's, he's he's for Klal Yisrael. He cannot go. Only the only time he can be matami himself meis mitzvah. He sees somebody lying on the street, a dead body, doesn't have any any barriers, so then he can be matami himself. If he and a nazir are walking down the street together, the nazir has got to do it. But I just got to do it because the Kohen Gadol is, is, a, is an employee for Klal Yisrael. So he's the holiest person. Hayosah Kadosh B'Klal Am Yisrael. Hayosah Kohen Gadol. Hayom HaKadosh B'Yosem Mikol Yimos HaShonah Ari Yom Kippurim. The holiest day of the year, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippurim is the holiest day of the year. 
So we know Hasatan, the Gemara even says this. Sounds like a, a Vartz. But the Gemara says Hasatan is Gematria 364. Because there's one day a year the sun has no power, and that's Yom Kippur. Satan doesn't have power. It's, Yom Kippur is a special day. It's the holiest day of the year. The holiest spot in the entire world is the Kodesh Kedashim. When, the Gemara tells us, when the workers, how to do Shiputzim, they had to do construction in the Kodesh Kedashim, they were lowered down in a box with a little window, so they only saw, they only saw exactly the, the bricks or the tiles that they were fixing. You couldn't even look around there. The holiest spot of the year. So if we think about it, the Kohen Gadol, on Yom Kippur, going into the Kodesh Kadashim, the holiest man in the holiest spot, at the holiest moment of the entire year, what Kedusha comes together at that moment, in that place, at that time. The three Kedushos, Kedushas Gavra, Kedushas Zman, and Kedushas Makom. The three Kedushos come together. Man no Rav, that we can't even fathom it. Can't even fathom it. Any wrong machshava, boom. Chayiv Misa. What a, what a moment. But that moment, if he does it correctly, it brings Kapara for all of Yisrael. And yet, with all that, what does the Gemara say? Torah is more special. Torah is more precious. The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kadashim, Torah is more precious. Many times, you know, we learn with our children, and if we're learning Mesechah's Yuma, we're learning Mesechah any of the other Kachim. I'm not a Kohen. I don't want to be a Kohen. So boring. Why don't you be a Yisrael Abba? Right? So you get that question. We're like, oh no, it's more special. We're Yisraelim. Right? We try to say that. But the Gemara says it. Everybody has the Kesar Torah. That's Munaf Lakol. We could all get that connection and we could all be greater and reach greater levels than the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kadashim. Says of Yisrael Salanta, that's what we have to think about. Yikarahim Ipnina. Okay, continuing. There is a very important two-word phrase that is the basis of a halacha that we all know. Perak Yudchas Pasuk Hey. We discussed this a couple of weeks ago, but now we're going to take a different, a different turn in its understanding. Pasuk says, After saying that we should not go follow the ways of Egypt and the ways of Canaan, we should follow all of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways, we, could keep all his, we should keep all his laws, And we shall live with the mitzvahs. That's what the Gemara says. Rashi says, what's v'chai? that's what the Torah says. What does Rashi say? V'chai bohem, lo'olam haba. Rashi says, v'chai bohem, meaning the mitzvahs are going to bring you to olam haba. Shem tomar ba'olam hazeh, v'alosofa humeis. I mean, v'chai bohem, you get to live eternally in them, olam hazeh, right, 120 years. We have a finite existence. So v'chai bohem, says Rashi, olam haba. But we know the Gemara Misech is Yuma. V'chai bohem, v'loshayamus bohem. The mitzvahs are there to allow us to live with the mitzvahs by doing mitzvahs and not to die with the mitzvahs. This is the source that for 362 of the losases, we violate. If our life is in danger, if our life is in danger for one of the big three, somebody puts a gun to our head, for one of the big three, 
So then, we have to give our life. But besides those three, the other, the other Averis, we violate instead of dying, v'chai bahem, v'loshayamas bahem. So we discussed a couple of weeks ago, Parshas Vayakel, about the source for v'chai bahem connected to Shabbos. But there's another idea that Rav Chaim Ivalajan mentions. Source number two, Nefesh Achayim. We don't get to do this day for that often. Says Rav Chaim Ivalajan, a new appreciation of what does v'chai bahem mean. V'zeo, and this is a footnote in the Nefesh Achayim, which he wrote. Every time we say a bracha before we do a mitzvah, we declare before we do a mitzvah, Hashem sanctifies us with His mitzvahs. We just said on Yantif. He has sanctified us. You have sanctified us with your mitzvahs. What does that mean? And remember, if Chaim Yivalajan is writing this, it's important who the author is. The second that a person has the idea and makes the decision, I'm going to do a mitzvah. This is great. I want to do this. This is a great, it's a great idea. Great project. At that moment, At that moment, even before you do the mitzvah, when you decide to do the mitzvah, when we are preparing to do the mitzvah, we have already had tremendous effects in Shemayim. We already can't really understand what we even do there, following the word, the, the will of Hashem. Umam Sheikh Misham al or Makif, somewhat Kabbalistically he's talking, and we, we merit a spiritual aura. A divine light shines on a person when he decides to do a mitzvah, before he does it. Vikdusha el Sanctity hovers over him and surrounds him. That's when we decide to do a mitzvah. Even in the preparatory stages, when we're making the bracha. Asher kiddushana b'mitzvosav. You sanctify us in your mitzvahs. What are we saying, says Rav Chaim Yivalajin? As I'm making the bracha, I'm being sanctified. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so happy that I'm following His will, that I'm doing a mitzvah, all of a sudden, He shines His light on me. His hashroas hashchina. V'shachanti besocham. V'kasa meforash. And he said, it's even a Gemara. This Kaddishtem, the Yisem Kedoshim. You sanctify yourself, you will become holy. What does that mean? If a person starts to sanctify themselves from below, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them more sanctity from above. Or in other words, Shemilamala, Nimshach Alav HaKedusha, Misharsha HaElyon, Shel HaMitzvah. The Mitzvah, sees that the mitzvah is being done. So there's an automatic connection that we have to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Automatic. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm with you. I'm with you, right as the mitzvah is being done. Skip the Zohar that he quotes. Line 15. Right? That is the way that we connect to Hashem. By doing mitzvahs, even the decision to do the mitzvahs. We're stuck to Hashem, we have dveikis. And now he continues, we didn't get to our Pasuk yet. And that special connection that Hashem has with you, has with us, as we prepare ourselves to do a mitzvah, as we start saying the bracha, it helps us continue the mitzvah. And hopefully fulfill the mitzvah to its end. And once we finish the mitzvah, oh, we get extra or we get extra connection. It lifts our head up. 
what the Gemara says in Yuma, Habalatar Misayinoso. So when we decide to do a mitzvah, when we start doing a mitzvah, it follows us. And it gives us spiritual energy. Sometimes, you know, we don't know, we don't know if something's going to turn out well, we don't know if it's a good decision. Once it starts, it gains steam. Special, special, uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending that steam. Line 20, not only in each mitzvah. Gam Mosheches, Vigoreres, has Libo, Mizeh, L'sagelot, Kama Mitzvahs. That spiritual light puts a person in a different state. That's the deeper shot of mitzvah, goreris mitzvah. You have the light on you, so obviously you're more connected to God. Just like you're sitting in Gan Eden. We're surrounded. We're surrounded by spiritual light as we start doing a mitzvah and as we continue to do a mitzvah. And now he continues, line 24. When a person then puts his heart and thinks about it, Yavin v'yargish b'nafsho. He will feel. Shu mesubav u'melubash ka'es b'hakdusha. A person becomes surrounded by the light from the mitzvah he does. V'ruach nachon es chadesh b'kirbo. And he has a new spirit. V'zeu sh'amar. And now we come to our Pasik. That's what the Pasik means. Eila ha-mitzvah sa'asher yasa usam ha-adam v'chai bahem. You're going to live in them. What does it mean you live in them? You live in the mitzvah? How do you live in a mitzvah? Says Rav Chaim Yivalajin, Bohem hainu besocha mamish. The mitzvah creates this, this shield for us. The spiritual, divine aura, the shield around us. So we're living in the mitzvahs. Shehu misubav az bekdushas ha-mitzvah umukath me'avira degan eden. Maybe that's a, a deeper level when, when Yaakov Avinu comes in and Yitzchak, Yitzchak smells the Reach Gan Eden. Various Midrashim talk about that. So maybe this is connected. The Reach of Gan Eden, when we're Osek, in Dvar Hashem, special aura. The Gemara says in Brachas, when P- ten people are learning Torah, five people are learning Torah, even one person learning Torah, Kodesh Baruch is with him. Kodesh Baruch is so happy when we're Osek Torah, when we're doing a mitzvah. That's what the Nefesh HaChaim says, Vachai Bahem. We live in the mitzvahs. This might even be another another shot to the medrash we've quoted in the past. I did not give it to you. It's the medrash in Brachas Rabbah. It's one line. Lo nitzna mitzvos li Yisrael elo litzarev bahemes abrios. The mitzvahs were given to the Jews to purify them. Litzarev bahemes abrios. So you want to look it up? It's the medrash in Perak Mem Dalid in Brachas Rabbah. So mitzvahs were given to purify. What does that mean? Because we get we get we get purified. When we do a mitzvah. When we decide to do a mitzvah. The mitzvah creates a new reality for us. And finally, maybe this is also a, uh, an understanding of the last Mishnah in Mesachas Makos. The last Mishnah, we know it from the end of Shiurim that we go to, bottom of the page. Probably the fastest said Mishnah in, the, in Am Yisrael. says, Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Zakos Es Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give merit to Klal Yisrael. L'fichach Hirbal and Torah Mitzvahs. That's why he gave us so many mitzvahs to do. Shenei Hashem Chafetz L'Man Tzedko. Hashem wanted to give B'Tzedek, give us righteousness. Yagdil Torah. See, he made the Torah more. Yagdil Torah V'Yadir. Famous question asked by the Mepharshim on the Mishnah. The Rambam asked the question. The Maharal asked the question. If Hashem wanted to give us a schus, he had to give us so many mitzvahs, that's a schus? How about ten mitzvahs? Give us ten mitzvahs. We'll focus on them. We'll do them properly. Why is it such a schus to have 613? It seems like just the opposite. The more mitzvahs I have, the more places I can mess up. 
The one mitzvah that I'm not going to do properly. Give us 10, 20, 613? What do you mean? Why is that a schus? Why is it such a schus? So the Rambam, in his commentary on that Mishnah, the end of, of Misakas Makas, source number four tells us, Miyasodos ha'emuna betora. It's the Yisod of Emunah. Shem kiem ha'adam mitzvah mishlosh esrei v'sheish meos mitzvos karoi ukahogan. If somebody does one mitzvah perfectly, v'loshitefimah matar mi mataros ha'olam, and there was no ulterior motive in the mitzvah, hazeklau, ela atza l'shma me'ava, but he did it totally l'shma, one mitzvah, perfect, harei uzoche bala chayei olam haba. Olam haba. One perfect mitzvah. Olam haba. Lachain Amr Rabbi Chananya. That's why Rabbi Chananya tells us Ki Machmas Ribui Hamitzvos I Evshar Shelo Yasa Haadam Achas B'Choy Mechayev B'Shleimus. The Yiskel Asher Es Nefesh. So many mitzvahs because you gotta have done at least one perfectly throughout your life. Or another way this is taken is that there are we're all different, we're all different personalities, different mitzvahs turn turn us on. Different mitzvahs. Right, I am. One person is a stucca. One person is tefillah. One person is tillin. One person is onik shabbos. Whatever the case may be, everybody has that mitzvah that they connect to that they do perfectly. So Hashem, because everybody's different, He gave us so many mitzvahs. So at least there's one, hopefully more, but one that we really connect to. We do perfectly l'shem shemayim, and that's why it's zchus l'zakos here b'alam torah mitzvahs. That's the pshat of the Rambam on the Mishnah. I didn't give you the Maharal. The Maharal has a different shot on the Mishnah. Maharal in his commentary, commentary on uh, the end of Marcus, he says, he's a marshal. Man, there are two teachers. Two teachers of, of, uh, in the school. One teacher, he's very easy, doesn't give too much work. Hardly any work, just relax. Kids have fun. They like the teacher. And then there's another teacher. It's very strict. Gives them a lot of work, pushes them hard. Pushes them to the end. You could do this. I know you could do it. Gives them a lot of tests. Kids don't like them. Don't like that teacher right away. 25 years later, who was the better teacher? Who gave the child more? Who did the child grow with more? Obviously the one who, who put, makes the challenge. Says the Maharal, He knows what we could do. He knows our potential. And therefore he could give us more and more. Maybe based on the Nefesh Achayim, maybe connected to these, these, these answers, there's another pshat. He wanted to be Mizake us. He gave us so many mitzvahs because every mitzvah that we do gives us the spiritual light, gives us the special connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The more mitzvahs we have, the more connection we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The more that we have Vachai, Bohem. The more Bohems there are. The more mitzvahs there are to live with and to merit gaining this connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with. So maybe that's another idea behind Lazakus Bahan Lafichach here Baalam Torah Mitzvah. Based on this, Nefshachai. Good. Moving right along. To mention an idea that has come up many times, those of you who listen to the Daf, but source of it is Parshas Achremos. Torah says in Perak Yudches, Pasik Chaf Aleph. Yudches Chaf Aleph. Says the Torah in the discussion of various Averos after the Arayos, says the Torah, Umizaracha Lotitain Lahavir Lamolech. Don't give your children to the Molech, to the Molech God. 
Motitain lahavir. Don't give to pass through. What's that double lashon? The Gemara says, just had it a couple weeks, a couple of days ago in Dafyomi. The Avera of Molech, how they used to worship that god, was they used to set up fires on two sides and pass the child through the fire. Machlok has shown him whether the child lived through this or not. Most we've shown him assume the child did live, but this was the way to serve the Avodah You pass your child through the fire. Lo titen, you have to give your child to the priests of his god and Lahavir, and they have to pass them through. Okay, that's the Avodah of Molech. And don't be mechalel, shem Hashem. There is a very challenging halacha in Molech that many of the commentaries, most of the commentaries, assume it is a Xeris Akasif. The Pasuk says, Umi Zaracha. And from your seed, don't give to the Molech. From your seed, I mean, some of your kids. The Gemara in Sechah Sanhedrin, Darshins, it's in source number five, you have it, on line eight. Va'otanya, where it's underlined. Heavier kol zaro pater. If somebody gives some of their children to the Molech, they're chayev misa, it's an isoskila. But if somebody gives all their children to the Molech, pater, you're off the hook. So, obvious question, isn't it? A Kavach Homer. If you give some of your children to Molech, especially according to the Rishonim, that, that, that they die. Right? According to the Kavach Homer, the Molech, Yechayev Misa is an Iserskila, one of the worst Misa that we can get. If you give all your children, you putter? How does that work? So you can say, oh, Torah says so. Obviously, we could always say that. But the Smag, Sefer Mitzvah's Gadol, one of the Rishonim who also wrote his own Sefer Mitzvah's. We've mentioned that the Gemara, at the end of Masechah's Makas, has the, that's the source, and Agadita, that there are 613 mitzvahs. Torah, Sivalana Moshe, Torah, Gematria 6.11, plus two that we heard straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 6.13. So it's amazing that everybody agrees there are 613 mitzvahs. There's a machlokas about everything else in Yadus. But everybody agrees there are 613 mitzvahs. The machlokas, what are they? So the Rambam, his, his list, and the Ramban, and the Chinuch, who usually follows the Rambam, and the Smag, and the Smak, and the Bahag, and the Sm- many, many, many different lists. Rav uh, Yigon. So the Smag... In his list, Losase Mem, 40th Losase, he has a suggestion. Why is it that if you give some of your children to the Molech, Yechayi Misa. If you give all your kids to the Molech, Pater. Shanamar, let's read it. Ki Mizaro Nasa La Molech, Mixa Zaro V'lo Kol Zaro. Tam Bazeh L'Tshuvas Haminim. The Tzmach says, I have to give it, uh, uh, an approach to this, to answer the heretics. Because this is one of those halachas that would be jumped upon by those who don't want to assume there was a divine source for these halachas. So I have to say something here. What does he say? When Bezdin put somebody to death, which happened very, very rarely, maybe once in seven years, maybe once in 70 years, very rare, very hard for Bezdin to put somebody to death. But if Bezdin ever would put somebody to death, that would be a kapara for the person. Before they're put to death, they say vidui. They say, what did I do wrong? But the source for that is Achan. Achan, after he took from the spoils in Yericho, and say for Yehoshua, he did vidui. Yehoshua made him do vidui. The Vesh of Abisos, Bezim is Chapan Amumsin. Vizeh Asa Kokacha Veira Gedola, She'en HaKadosh Baruch Hu wrote Sheyeloshim Kapara. Suggest the smog, maybe if somebody gives all their children to the Molech, you're beyond Kapara in this world. Misa's Bezdin is not going to help you. Bezdin is going to put you to death if it could help you, if it could give you a kapara. But if you, somebody did something so bad to give all their kids, it's beyond. It's beyond. Says the smog, that's why there's no Mises Bezdin. 
Because Misa Bezin is a kapara, and this person possibly is beyond kapara. He gave all of his children to the god, the Moloch. That's the smog. This idea of the smog is used as well in a totally different context by Rabbi Yosef Cairo, the great Baal Shulchan Aruch, the Machaber Maran, in his Sefer on the Rambam, the Kesev Mishnah. Many are familiar with the halacha from Meseches Makos, that there is a concept of Edom Zomamin. Two people come to court and say, Reuven killed Shimon. We saw it Tuesday afternoon, Reuven killed Shimon. Two other witnesses come to court and say, no, 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 you couldn't have seen Reuven kill Shimon because you were with us in a different place. We have no idea whether Reuven killed Shimon, but you couldn't have seen Reuven kill Shimon at that time, in that place, because you were with us in a different place at that time. That's the halach of Edom Zomamin. What do we do? The Torah tells us, We do to them as they wanted to do to the person who they testified about. They wanted to give lashes to that person, so we give them lashes. They wanted to kill that person, so we get them killed. They wanted any punishment. Whatever the punishment was, we give them that punishment. That's the halacha. Kasher zamam la'asos la'achiv. Like they conspired to do to their brother. Kasher zamam la'asos la'achiv. The Torah regarding Adam Zoman also has a very troubling and difficult halacha to understand. Kasher zamam la'asos la'achiv v'lo kasher asa. If they already succeeded in carrying through the punishment, and only after Reuven was put to death, only after Reuven got lashes, only after that would they prove it to be Zomamin, they're not punished. They're not punished. So again, how can it be? Says the Ramban in Parsha Shoftim, Zerzakosov! I don't understand the Zerzakosov! Then the Ramban gives his own shot. Hashem wouldn't have let it happen to let an innocent person die. He must have deserved death from a different reason. The Ramban is str- struggles with him, Pasha Shoftim. Maybe we'll talk about that at another, at another time. But Rabbi Yosef Cairo, in the Kasef Mishnah, in Surah number 7, suggests maybe with our smog, we could understand it. The smog, if you remember, said, why is it that if a person gives all his kids to the Molech, he's potter, even though some of his kids, he's chayiv, because he did something that's beyond. We can't say that this punishment is going to be enough for you. Says Rabbi Yosef Cairo, Maybe it's the same idea about Kasher Asa. If a person tried to get somebody to, to, to die or get Malchus, okay, they tried. We could punish them for trying. Attempted murder. But if somebody actually succeeded in a court of law and he succeeded in, in, in having the judges kill, it's an undermining of the entire Jewish judicial system. Says the Kesef Mishnah, on the first line, Delo Amrina, source seven, Delo Amrina and Kasher Zaman Velo Kasher Asa El Ahecha Dehargo Al Pm. Why? Mishum the Gadol On Sham Minaso. Their punishment is too great to bear. Ain Raui La Seislahem Misas Bezdin Shetachaperalehem. We can't give it to them. El Roy La Nichab Shi Nedonin Achar Misa Bon Shim No Rhyme. Let him. Let a Kadosh Baruch Hu take care of him. We're not going to get involved. Dugma Ladavar. And he says, Where do I get this idea from? No saint calls our old Molech Shehu Pater. Mashain Lomarkain Behil actually continues. That's the Kesa Mishnah using the idea of the of the smot. It all comes from the Isser of Molech. Okay, let's continue now. We come to now a Ramban, one of the most defining Rambans in all of this commentary Allah Torah. The Ramban at the end of Achremos is quoted in many different contexts. 
But it's time for us to do it straight. Not all of it. I gave you pieces of it in source number eight. Let's see what the Ramban says. The Ramban is commenting on the Pasik that Pasik Chafhei, that if we do not follow the Torah, Vatitzma Haaret, at the end of the parsha, the the land, Eretz Yisrael will become uh Tamei, Voefkod Avona Aleha, I will I will um be pokayed its avon, its sin on it. I will make sure that they are punished. And the land will vomit out its inhabitants. So, the Ramban on that Pasuk has a major essay. It says the Ramban in source number 8, on the right side. The Hashem created everything. And he, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, put the power of the lower worlds, Bo'el Yonim, in the higher forces. What does that mean? It says the Ramban, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a ministering angel over every country and land of the world. Obviously, Chas V'Shalom, not to serve that would be Avodah Zarah. But he created and he gave for every nation in their land the Goyehem, Kochav Yadua, a certain constellation. Kasher Noda as is known in astrology. We have in Chazal, we have the Sar of Esav, we have the Sar of Yishmael. We have different different kochos in power. And this is what it said, that Hashem gave out, it was machalek, to all the, to all the, uh, the nations. HaKadosh Baruch created a system of forces above each land, and He, Kaviyachol, is on top of these forces. What we would call indirect hashgacha. Indirect hashgacha. Kodesh Baruch Hu put a malach in charge of Australia, and Kodesh Baruch Hu says, when Australia needs something, let me know. Let me know. This is the Ramban talking. Not all Rishonim would agree that this there are forces out there other than Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Ramban would never say such a thing. But this is the Ramban. The Ramban said that there are forces throughout the world over every land. Vihine, line 22 now. Hashem is the God of all, the entire universe, and He is in control of all of these ministering angels. Aval Eretz Yisrael, emtsoas ha-yishuv, hinachlas Hashem yuchadus l'shmo. But when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chosen special land, lo nasan aleha min amalachim, katzin shoter u-moshel. There is no intermediary. There's no malach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of this land himself. As he gives it to his nation, when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I got it covered. Nobody in between. I take direct hashgacha care over Eretz Yisrael. It's my palace. And Kodesh Baruch Hu gives the mitzvot. <coughs> to his people in his land. That is the pshat of our Pasuk. Because Eretz Yisrael, you're closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Eretz Yisrael, we have to be, we have to know how we're acting. We're in the palace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have the schus of being in the palace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
know, lest we say, oh, what have to be so close to God for? Judaism doesn't have that attitude. Judaism says we have to try to get as close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as we can and as directly connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And those who live in Eretz Yisrael recognize, and my wife and I feel it just personally, the past, direct hashkacha. Direct hashkacha, hashkacha pratis in people's lives here. More than, more than a chutzlar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is involved in, in everybody's life. But somehow HaKadosh Baruch Hu is involved in everyone's life directly. You feel it. Mamashi, and you feel, you feel it. You feel it. He's in charge. You feel he's in charge. It's the Ramban. Continues the Ramban. Vihine, this is skipping. Outside the land of Israel. Even though obviously there's unbelievable Torah centers. Talmud Bavli was written in Chutz Aretz. Tremendous Torah centers. Yet, ain hatara bashlema. Says the Ramban, who lived much of his life outside until he came to Eretz Israel. Maybe it's a schus that we'll go with the, the Ramban's shul that was just uh, rebuilt. I mean, the, by the, by the by, uh, next to the Ramban in uh, in uh, in the old city. So says the Ramban. Even though everything outside is l'shem anichbad, one cannot be perfectly pure. Tahara is not shlema there. Exactly because of what I just described. Says the Ramban because there are, inter- there are intermediaries between the hashgachas Hashem. And the other nations even worship them. Much of the gods that they worship are these servants that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created. But the point was, chas v'shalom, obviously not to serve, but really just to, for them to connect and answer HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have that indirect hashkacha. Continuing, turning over the page, says the Ramban, very famous section in the Ramban, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, continue. Go to line. Uh, go to the beginning. Where you say in Shema, you will be destroyed from the land. What does that mean? The Sifri Darshans. and this Sifri says the. There's even a Machlokas. The Vilna Gon couldn't accept one of the parts of the Sifri. But the Rashi quotes it, and the Ramban quotes it, and the Rishonim quote it. You'll see in a minute. Even though I sent you out to Galus, keep doing mitzvahs, says the Ramban. Don't stop doing mitzvahs just because you're in Chutz Laaretz. An amazing medrash. So it shouldn't be new to you when you come back. As if to say, the Ramban, that mitzvahs outside the land of Israel is practice for when one comes back to Eretz Yisrael. It's a marshal to a uh, husband who got angry at his wife and sent her out. Honey, keep wearing makeup, please. So when you come back, you know, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather you still know what to do. So when you come back, keep wearing makeup even when you're there. The Ramban here doesn't quote the Medrash. In Parshish Ekev he does. He gives, the Medrash gives examples. What mitzvahs, for example, are, are somewhat less than Chutz Laaretz? What, is the, what does the Torah say after Vavata Meheira? What mitzvahs are discussed in the Torah? Tefillin and mezuzah. Tefillin and mezuzah. Says the Ramban, Pshuto Shel HaMedrish, Tefillin and mezuzah, which are Chovos HaGuf, which have nothing to do with the land. Even there, there's an element that is lacking if it is not done in Eretz Yisrael. That's what the Ramban says. The Gra couldn't accept it. The Gra said, Oh, it must have said, Tafav Mem, Shrumusu Maisras, not Tefillin and mezuzah. But if you, the Pashas of the Medrish is, is, is Tefillin and mezuzah. Rav Lichtenstein writes in one of his essays that he once picked up his Rebbe, Rav Hutner, from, uh, from the airport on one of his trips to, to Eretz Yisrael. And Rav Hutner says, please, just, just, I, I just got to run uh, to go put on tefillin. 
before uh, before before you take me. And Rav Aaron says that he asked Rav Hunter, but you davened on the plane already. Rav Hunter says that was Chutzlar's tefillin. I got to put on Eretz Yisrael tefillin. Rav Hunter. says the Ramban, continuing on the top of the left side. That's 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 a story. Again, most of us are tefillin. Okay, it's a nice hashkafic idea. I don't think most person will tell you do not have to put on tefillin again. I mean, Machbed, if Talmud of Rafutner, okay, but at least the message of Rafutner we get. Vizui mitzvah Yaakov Avinu lebeiso lechol asherimo b'shas piyasam laaretz. Next column, and this was the mitzvah to Yaakov Avinu as he was taking his clan back to Eretz Yisrael. What did he tell them? Hasirus alhayanech asher b'solchachem. Get rid of all your idols. What happened all the years that they were they were living with Lavan? What you can have your idols only when they were going to go back. Get rid of all your idols. And now we're going to Eretz Yisrael. Now we're going to Eretz Yisrael. And as we mentioned elsewhere, Hashem, who knows all thoughts, that is why Hashkacha had, it says the Ramban, that Rachel Menu had to die on the way back to Eretz Yisrael. And she never lived with Yaakov in Eretz Yisrael. Because to be married to two sisters in Eretz Yisrael, that couldn't be. It's okay. In Eretz Yisrael, he had to keep all the mitzvahs. She died on the way back because she was such a Zadeka. She had to die in Eretz Yisrael, but because of his chus, he couldn't be married to two sisters. As he continues. But this is the Ramban that we all must remember. Wherever one lives in the world, direct Hashkacha is in Eretz Yisrael, and full Tahara, says the Ramban, is in Eretz Yisrael. Baruch Hashem, after the events of this week, Yom Atzmaut, in this time period, Yom Yerushalayim coming up in a couple weeks, with that tremendous Akaras Atov, Takarish Baruch for allowing us to live in His palace, allowing us to live in a place where we could be under His direct Hashgach. Okay, so, four varts on Achremos, now we get to the three thoughts on Kedoshim. supposed to have equal, so I couldn't find a transition thought. So excuse me, Achremos will have four, and, and uh, Kedoshim will have three. Beginning of Parshish Kedoshim, Paragutes, Pasagimel, Ish Imov Aviv Tirau, Veshapsosaitishmoru. Fear your parents and keep Shabbos. Okay, we discussed last year the connection between those two. Let's focus on the first line this year. Ish Imov Aviv Tirau. Fear your parents, says Rashi. Imov Aviv Tirau. Khan Hikdim Aim Laav. In this Pasik, mother comes first. Right? Fear your mother and your father. Lefi, why? Right? Kabed, as Avicha, as Himecha, the father comes first. Why the change? So here, Lefi Shagalui Lefanav. It's Hashem knows. Shahaben Yared Aviv Yoter Meimo. A kid's going to fear his father more than his mother. How scary could his mother be? No, the father can instill, can instill Yer of Afachat. Right? So Hashem knows that the son's going to fear the father more. So Kanishbrachu has to say, put the mother first in the Pasik. You got to fear the mother too. You got to fear the mother too. Ubikavod and in the Zaras of Dibras by Kibud Hikdim Avlaim he did the opposite. Lefisha Golul Lefanav Shaben Mechabed Esimo Yosem Yavin because he knows that his son will be Mechabed the mother more than the father. Mipnei Meshadalta Bedvarim Why? Why Kavod? Because she makes him lunch and she she pacifies him and she gives him more hugs and kisses. So that's why the the Kavod the more the the loving part of it will be easy for the mother. So that's why Kadosh Baruch Hu says Kavod is Avicha Vesimecha. You got to make the feelings equally strong for both. Says Revolbi, you know what you see from here? Ali Shur, source number 10. Chalik Bayes, you know what you see from here? Line 2. 
Yeled mitiv'o mechabev yarei Torah. A child naturally, generally, has certain respect for his parents. Basically, even though he might not act that way, but at least in his head he knows. He should. He has covered for his parents. But if you think about it, it says Revolbi, what do you see from here? Mitzvah's kibbut of aim shoneh mehakavod hativi shahayeled rochesh lahorav. The mitzvah of kibbut of aim is different than the natural feelings of kibbut of aim. When the Torah gives a mitzvah, it's not just saying direct your natural feelings in this way. There's a difference. Ishimovavivtiro, he quotes our Rashi. What do you see from our Rashi? Hare, skip line five. In lismoch alakavod hativi. Don't rely on your natural feelings to fulfill the mitzvah. Why? Because if it was just natural, we wouldn't have covet for our father. We wouldn't have yira for our mother. So that's why the mitzvah is as stated in the Torah. We have to try to constantly build new a new relationship with our parents. To be mechabed both properly, even the father. And to fear the mother. Yes, we have feelings of kibbut aim, but the Torah even demands a higher standard of kibbut aim. Kan baha halacha leezratenu. The halacha comes to help us. For kovaz bidiyuk ma'akavavamora, and it's kovei exactly. What does it mean? The Gemara gives examples. What does kovei mean? If you ask the average person on the street, not Jewish, but what does it mean? Kovei keep it up aim. I gotta call my dad every week and see how he's doing. I gotta, I gotta go out, go bring him, uh, bring him this, bring him that, help him out a little bit. What does the Torah say? What does it mean? Machilu mashke machnusu motzi. I got to go constantly with him. Bring him in. Bring him out. Give him food. Give him to drink. Right? Not let other people do it. Lo Not to sit in his spot in the house. Lo Not to interrupt them. Lo yistar. If my father says something, I'm not allowed to say. Dad, I think you're wrong. No. Isn't it this way? Maybe could we look at some other way? Let's look up the Shulchan Aruch. Even if I know I'm right. That's kibud. That's not natural. That's what the Torah demands. That's mitzvahs. And even quotes. Look in Yaradeya. When our parent comes into the room, we're supposed to stand up. Unless they say, they're mochel. And they say, no, I don't want you to stand up for me. Makes me feel funny, whatever it is. We have to stand up for our parents. We learned it out from a Gemara. who used to, an Amora, who used to see his, his mother all the way down. He used to stand up once he could see her. Once he could see her. Kama chamuros mitzvah seilu, he continues. We have to realize and do our bit. This is just one example. But it's one example that reflects the rule. Whenever there's a natural feeling, it's not just a natural feeling Hashem demands, we have to look at what the halacha wants from us, and that's what we have to try to do. And then he says, all you have to do is to look at one of Rav Dessler's letters to his father to know what it means to be mechabed enav. And he quotes one of them. Line, four, line uh, 18. He has letters to his father. This is how he addresses to his father. That's an introduction. The Gadol Ador won't get such an introduction. Right? Give our father a, a, a bracha. We speak to him. 
El hod hadras kvod avi moiv rabbi metive tovos netzach shlita. Unbelievable. And he signs his letters, Bincha va'avdecha kol hayamin. This is somebody who recognizes. It's not just the teva. Somebody who made his life into what the Torah wants. Nislami mizel ha'kayim mechal chaskibra ve'en b'miluan b'kol minei hinder shenucha lahadim b'mitzvazu as much as we can. And to do it b'simcha and to do it to the best of our abilities. But really all mitzvahs it applies to. Okay, continuing. Ramban. Second Ramban of the night. Also, a crucial Ramban. Ramban on Parag Yutas, Pasuk Yutas, 1919. The Isser there quoted is the Isser of Kilayim. The Isser of Kilayim. The Ramban, the Torah tells us, as Kukosai Tishmaru, my Chukim card, the Hemtchalos Arbiya Kilayim, Sadchalos Isser Kilayim, don't cross breed your animals, don't cross plant your fields, and don't cross-dress, not in the cross-dressing way that we mean today, but in terms of mixing uh, ingredients that shouldn't be together in our, not ingredients, but materials, in our clothes. So obviously, Kilayim Shanis is one of the examples that are always quoted to be a chok. Be a chok, as the Pasuk uh, introduces it. But the Ramban has an idea on the Isra of Kilayim, which is used in a very Lamaisa context. Let's see the Ramban, and then we'll see the idea and the halacha. The Hatam B'Kilayim. Said the Ramban, what is the reason behind Kilayim? Ki Hashem bara haminim ba'ola, at least certain types of Kilayim. We know there are five types of Kilayim. By the Kilayim, there's, there's cross pl- planting things in proximity of each other. Kilayim Zroim, Kilayim Kerem, a vine with other types of plants. Kilayim Begadim. That's wearing things that are uh, by wool and linen. And then the two types of kilai begadim, cross-working dre- cross, uh, them. Uh, I'm sorry, behema. I'm sorry, kilai behema. Right, working them together and cross-breeding them. And the two types of kilai behema, kilai akaram, kilai zram, and kilai begadim. Those are the five types. So at least this idea of the Ramban explains certain types. The cross-breeding. Cross-breeding and the cross, let's say, grafting of fruit. V'tabi kilayim, said the Ramban. Ki Hashem bara haminim ba'olam. Hashem created the world. With all different types of species of plants and of animals. And he gave them all the power of reproduction. So that they continue forever. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a beautiful natural system and the world is supposed to reproduce itself. And he commanded them, Bracious. He commanded them to multiply according to their types. Not to change. Skip down. Line 5. And somebody who puts two species together that are not supposed to be together. He changes and contradicts as if he is saying, God, you forgot one. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you forgot this species, the mule. You forgot it. That's what Kilayim is. It reflects a chisarin in Maisabrashis. As if Hashem didn't finish the job. Hashem, I think you need help. Right, to add, I, I'm going to add on. I'm going to add on some creations. That's what Kilayim is about. 
And as we know, most animals that are crossbreeded, they can't reproduce. Finished. That's not a Bria. That's not a new species. Doesn't work. And also, he continues. Right? All of this is creating new species. Can't create new species. Kodesh Baruch Hu created the species. And if we try to add one, so it's as if we're saying Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't complete the job. This is a Ramban about the Yisra of Kilayim. Where is this? Okay, Halacha Lamaisa, you can't make Kilayim. But this is also used in another fascinating context. Dr. Abraham writes in Nishmat Avraham, in source number 12, he discusses cloning. Cloning. He's cloning mutter. You're allowed to clone an, an animal? You're allowed to clone a plant animal? Are you allowed to clone a person? So where do you look for cloning people? So the Gemara talks about in Masech Hazan creating a person. Right? Creating a person using certain magic. Creating person. Golems. But what about cloning a person? What's the, uh, what's the issue? So there is a Me'iri. There's a Me'iri on yesterday's Daf Yomi. Daf Samach Zayin in Masech Hazan the Me'iri says, Dr. Abraham quotes it in the first column on the left side. See, the Me'iri states that whatever is done by natural means is not included in the, in the prohibition of witchcraft. The Me'iri says there's no kishuf if what you do is natural. Says the Me'iri there. He says it is known from medical science that you could create people. That's what he says. You could create uh, brios. He says that. Even the production of beautiful creatures without the mating of a male and female is permitted. He says whatever is natural is not witchcraft. That's the language of the Me'iri translated. So some suggest, based on this Me'iri, so what's wrong with cloning? Not doing voodoo, not doing magic. You're taking human specimens, genes, genetics, right? And your uh, cells, and you're just uh, forming them and, and produ- making them to produce uh, another person. Revel Yashiv told Dr. Abraham, no, this Me'iri is not the basis of a heter. Because all the Me'iri says is that it's not Kishif. It doesn't say it's mutter. He just said, okay, you don't, you don't violate the issue of Kishif if you use natural means, but it doesn't mean that it's mutter. And then he quotes, again, this is all from a discussion that he had with Revol Yashiv. He quotes another off-quoted source for permitting the Teferis Yisrael. Teferis Yisrael says, if it's not Asr in the Torah, it doesn't have to be Asr. So to answer that, he quotes 10. We're not going to go through them. 10 sources of the Rishonim and the Achronim that should tell us, even if something is not usher in the Shulchan Aruch, if most people would think instinctively that there's a problem, it's usher. Right? The Ramban says this. Why, were the, why was the, why the mabel? Why were, they, why were they punished? Many of the Averis, they weren't commanded in yet that they violated. The answer is because they should have known. Why was Kayin punished for killing Havel? Did he get Ritzicha yet? So the answer is he should have known. The Cheskuni there, I think, says. He should have known. Some things we should know. We should know. So, first of all, said Rebbe Yashiv, even if you can't find a source, instinctively, we shouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't be cloning people. That's not the natural way. Instinctively, we're against it. But then he quotes, then he quotes, said, the turning the page, Dr. Abraham said, he also told this to me in person, he said, the one source that Rebbe Yashiv said, it relates exactly to cloning that he accepted was our Ramban. You're playing God. Cloning is playing God, just like Kilayim is playing God, and that's not for people. You want to be a creator? You want to be a shutif with the Kaddish Baruch Hu? Be a shutif with him. Husband, wife, a Baruch Hu. That's it. 
Whatever seems to be more to the point in my discussion with Rav Yashuv Shlita is the positive reason to forbid cloning of humans. And he quotes the Ramban. Top of the right, Rav Yashuv Shlita told me that denying creation is denying the creator. And the creation of a new species of man without the mating of man and woman is forbidden. This cannot be compared to genetic engineering and treatment where no new species is created, because, but where an abnormal situation is corrected to conform to the normal. Creating a human being is not something that we can, we can permit. Fine. One more thought for the night. Peret Yutes Pasik Laman Beis. Yutes Laman Beis. Right before Revi'i Shishi. Mipnei Seva Takum. Stand up for the elderly. Which, if you go on any bus or train in this country, there are stickers, officially, from the bus company. Mipnei Seva Takum. Unbelievable. V'yadarta Pnei Zokein. And give glory to the Pnei, to the face of the elderly. The Yaresa Melokech Hashem and fear God. Okay. V'adarta Pnei Zokein. The Gemara Kedush in Daflamid Beis, first line in source 14, Darshins, when it says V'adarta Pnei Zokein here, Zokein doesn't only mean an old person. That's Seva. What's Zokein? It means Zeh Shekana Chachma. Zokein. Zeh Kana Chachma. Somebody who's very wise, even if he's young. Even if a person is very young, if he's a huge Talmud Chacham, if he's very wise, you got to respect him. It doesn't matter how old he is. Right? Zakein. Asks the stipler, Berchaz Peretz, how do you get that from that word Zakein? Zekana Chachma. I see Zekana. Zekana is in Zakein. But where did Chachma come from? Zekana anything. Right? Zekana Nechasim. How do we know that Zakein is Zekana Chachma? Says the stifler beautifully. Is there really any other true Kenyan in the world besides Chachma? The Gemara Nadarim, many of us know it from a song. What does it say in the middle of the page? Page uh, source number ten. The Ma'arava Amri. Right? If somebody has it, meaning Chachma, Kulabe, he has everything. Dakani Machaser. Right? If you have this, Chachma, Machaser, what are you missing? You're not missing anything. Dalokani, if you don't have this, if you don't have Chachma, Machani, you have nothing. What does that mean? Dekinyin shall shardvarim ein behem chashivas klal. If we have possessions, any worldly possessions, do we really own that? Is it a Kenyan? Ukimandalazru dami, it's here today, gone tomorrow. We don't take it with us. Lobamoso yikachakol. But lachim pshita, so when the Torah says, zakin zekana, what's the true Kenyan? Chachma. That's the only true Kenyan. And he continues. Why? What chashivas is there? We have a lot of chairs, we have a this, we have a that, any property that we have. A person is not elevated by the Kenyan of items. They are external from him. If I buy anything in the world, it's not me yet. It's not me. It's my property, but it's not me. If I'm Kone Chachma, that's me. That's my Atzmius. And I myself am elevated. Every other king in the world, I might have today, it might be gone tomorrow. Right? Somebody might take it. Right? Chachma, nobody could take from you. If I, if, I, if I study something, I make it part of me, can't steal it. Va'od, 
Finally, line 20. After 120, all of our other kinyanim do not go with us. Anything that we grew with that helped us grow, that is what we take with us. That is the ultimate kinyan. So when the Gemara says, What? You have to give glory to Zakin. What do you see Chachma in that word? Zakin is that Kana. You have to honor somebody who has a Kenyan. There's only one true Kenyan, says the Stipler. The only true Kenyan is Chachma. So it's got to be that. Is that the Kenyan that the Torah is talking about? So we should all be Zochem to get much of this Kenyan as we go through every day of our lives. Zaki Mishachan Chachma. And Bez Hashem, we should uh, be able to uh, spend many days in Parshas, not just talking about Eretz Yisrael, but everyone, all of Klai Yisrael, coming and living in Eretz Yisrael.